good technique, he will be elite. If his technique becomes great, not just good, then he's a Hall of Famer. Fighting through contact, fighting through offensive line, being a double team, multiple moves stacked into one. Just a play of pure domination. It's actual film, it's actual football talk. It's a football show, we're supposed to football, not storylines. And you are listening to another edition of Bloat Splits, or watching, hopefully, um, unless you're a psychopath. But <clears throat> there are people who do that, so that is what it is. Uh, today, we're doing George Karloftis, a little bit shorter with um, Karloftis. I did three games. Sometimes it, it really depends on the team, the position the, uh, that the player is playing. Uh, sometimes you just don't have as much film. 27 plays isn't, isn't nothing. Um, I remember there was last year I was watching Eccles, <clears throat> and uh, Eccles only had like 13 plays from two, three games because he just wasn't involved in a lot of plays. Um, similar to our Carl Office, I watched three games with Carl Office, um, one being Notre Dame, Michigan State, Ohio State. Ohio State, uh, I recorded like two plays, and I just deleted them because they were, that, that whole game, they were seemingly going away from him. When, when he was rushing, the ball was out so quick. He just, it just, he made no impact, but he really didn't have a chance to make an impact. It was really annoying to watch um, while trying to evaluate him. So I think next time trying to watch edge rushers, I'm not really going to evaluate them versus Ohio State. But with that being said, we have plenty of uh, strengths and weaknesses are coming out um, with this one too at the end. And then in, uh, well, you guys have already listened to those shows, but you know, we're having a little bit of a delay with, uh, Hutchinson or not Hutchinson, uh, Thibodeau and Hamilton and Equano going out. There's a reason behind the scenes. We're, we're waiting for those to release. Um, but by the time you listen to this, that's already happened. But no, there was a reason. We weren't just stalling for no for no reason with that. Um, so I apologize for the wait time. And by now, by the time you guys are watching this, you know that I'm going to at least be trying, hopefully by this time you're watching it in a couple of weeks for me recording this on February 7th, I think, early morning for me. Early morning for me is like three, four o'clock in the afternoon. Um, but, um, <clears throat> with that being said, um, yeah, I think I'm going to try and we'll see how it goes Thursday, uh, Kyle Smith, the next Wednesday, I'm going to do a, a stream where I do, where I take callers. Maybe Kyle will join sometimes. Maybe I'll have Marcus do that with me, um, every once in a while. Um, and then the next Thursday, Kyle, Wednesday, myself, Kyle, this is an alternate weeks, but every week is going to go Wednesday, Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, so I know it's not necessarily ideal. You want to keep the same time. And then with that being said, um, the Wednesdays are going to be <clears throat> six to eight um, because I rather make it six to eight. And I realize that's a little bit early for some people who are on the West coast or whatever, <clears throat> or even the people who are working nine to five and come home and eat and whatever. I know it's a little bit early. Um, but with that being said, I can keep it consistent if I do six to eight. So I do eight to 10. I can't really do it on days I work. So I'm going to keep it six to eight because no matter if I'm working, not working, whatever, um, I can keep that 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 time frame. So Wednesday six eight to be the call in, um, and then maybe we'll do some call ins with Kyle too. Um, I'm I'm definitely gonna do Streamyard though. But <clears throat> these are the videos where people will comment, skip the first six minutes. Um, all right, let's watch some Carl off this, and then uh, I'm I'm working on Sauce Gardner too. After Sauce, I'm gonna do Jermaine Johnson, I think. So let's watch Carl. Um, he's right here. Bull foot drive. Always gonna see a lot of effort. Um, the fact that he is what six four, two seventy five. Obviously, he has some good weight behind his pads. Um, he's not the tallest guy, not the shortest guy. He's not the tallest guy either, though. So he does have some natural leverage, even though one of his weaker 
parts of his game. Sometimes he does come into blocks high. Um, here they obviously they have you know they're in thirteen the tight end wing over here, um, and he gets chipped by eighty five or or he kind of chips 85, 85 releases, but he steps down on the on the um, the right tackle, and he just comes into contact with. 85 and he could be thinking he's chipping him right here, but and he's just getting hands on to be, to be careful there. Um, and now in this situation, he was delayed getting up the arc. So now really his only angle to the quarterback where it's going to be effective is going to be directly through the right tackle. Um, so at this point, okay, not really gonna be able to get around the arc right here. It's just one, he doesn't have the best bend in the world. Um, and two, we're already a second through the play. So it's gonna be really hard. <clears throat> the only thing he really do is to take a direct angle bull rush and we're going to see him drop his weight into it, explode off the outside instep, hands tight, a little bit lower than the right tackle <clears throat> extension. He's pretty quick to get extension. It's always a positive. Um, you see a lot of guys who they don't lock out quickly and um, it just delays them getting to the quarterback. Um, you want to get that extension as quick as you can extension into the chest, running his feet, gets to the quarterback again there's there's other pressure there who you get to him first um but with him kind of getting semi-chipped by the tight end and rushing it's still a good rep full speed you can see some of the power he has um and we'll see even more of that that's that's not even the best example of it but one of the first plays you watch this game notre dame was a really good game for him um so was the next game i watched which i think is what i say michigan state Top of my head, Michigan State was a really good game. The first like three minutes of that game, he just he just absolutely dominated. Uh, double swipes, so I think he gets chipped by the tight end. He double swipes him after he double swipes him, and he, and he steps inside. There's also a punch from 75 right here. Double swipes that and gets around both of them. Let's see. Yeah, pressure. You can see how clean that is. Rushing, not overstriding. You know. Unless you're gonna, unless you're gonna bull rush, and you're gonna power through him. Okay, long stride, get into his chest. That's fine, um, but you're trying to evaluate what's going on. You know, run past whatever it may be, and you have two blockers coming at you. You know, don't necessarily want to just take that head on. So, shorter just stride, double swipe. Okay, now he sees. Now he sees one of one of two things, maybe both. One that it's a pass now, and two. Um, that the, the right tackle right here is reaching. You can see flat-footed reaching, a little bit of waistbend. Not the best you know, position for the right tackle to be in. He definitely could have you know, done a better job right here, but we're not evaluating the right tackle. Double swipe. Double swipe, sidestep into another double swipe off the instep. Uh, almost more like a, it's almost like a, like a club, though, if you really look at it. It almost works more like a club because he doesn't really swipe the hands. Um, he kind of gets his. He, he kind of gets splashed a little bit right here in terms of getting his chest controlled. Um, so he's not really able to swipe the hand. So you're really looking at it. It's more of a um, of a club because his hand doesn't really work against the the, the wrist, the elbows. It really works more against the shoulder. Um, so he kind of just uses power to fight through that. You see right there, pull himself through. A little bit of arm over, chicken wing, guard himself. Pull himself through, arm over, guard himself, guard himself, guard himself. Now run him down. Watch it again. It's clean. All right. Arm over, flex. I don't know. Did he flex at the end of the play or something? 
Flexibility. Okay, that's just gonna be it's not gonna be flex. <laughs> He's right here. Um, four eye, two point stance, almost gets into a three. And like again, he's in terms of like move, like he's not the most like. And I I, I kind of said this with Neil too, and I, I think I said this about Carl Office in Neil's review. In terms of him moving quickly, like let's like just say like a car, like one lane over, you know, fast lane, slow lane, fast lane, slow lane. He's good with like just like just a little bit of steps. When you're asking him to go around a full blown U turn or or do a K turn in the middle of the road or back up, those are the type of things he's he's not the best at. So quick change of direction is fine full-blown gearing down, changing direction, getting lateral, that stuff in the open field, not the best that, not the best bend. Um, but in terms of like flexibility and, and squirting through gaps and stuff like that, he's pretty good. So there's a difference between bend and flexibility. Um, and usually flexibility is like just, you know, kind of disengaging your lower half from your upper half. And here, whether it be film study, whatever it is, obviously he's not eating up a lot of ground. Doesn't, doesn't, get into like that, that really threatening contact zone. He almost like zero steps at the, at the start of it. Sees the, the aggressive block coming head down. Now you see do this a couple, a, a decent amount of times where he like double swipes into an arm over swipe the hands arm over. Now, now the, the, the thing is to be like in the NFL level, the problem with this, this is if you don't land this cleanly, if you don't time it up perfectly, um, you're going to get caught under the armpits and now you're, and now you're, you're not low. You're not, you're not like sunken into the ground. Um, you're high. And if you're high and they get under you and they catch you under the armpit with that arm over, you're screwed. So you really have to time it really well. <clears throat> Double swipe arm over times it well there. You're just seeing bend a little bit right there. You see some flexibility. Like he's not the most, like you understand for, for there's a difference between evaluating Josh Allen. Um, a couple of years ago, who's at 240, 245. And evaluating a guy who's 275, they're not going to have the same bend, but you have to know that. So his bend is not brutal. It's it's okay. It's just not, you know, like I said, the Josh Allen's, the you know, whoever else you want to compare him to, Chase Youngs, or I think Josh Allen off the top of my head probably had the best that I've seen in, in a little bit. Brian Burns, those are the two guys who had ridiculous bend in that draft. But again, his ability right here. Feel that block out, double swipe, arm over, corner right there. He has a really good job with his footwork too, in terms of like cornering. Like he he takes the 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 path of least resistance. Like there you see guys who are really long striding, trying to bend a corner. Like even though he doesn't have the best bend, he he shortens his stride and he really turns himself into it. Like he he does a good job trying trying his best to get around um, with those small steps. Read language, okay. Um, right here. Again, he gets blocked, but it's a similar type of deal. You have the, you have both him and the um, the the D tackle slanting inside. Six is coming off the edge, hoping to pull him. Slant inside. Again, read the guard. You know you're coming you're coming at him quick, but you shorten your stride a little bit explode laterally and club him into an arm over you're there now again he doesn't get to, he doesn't necessarily get to the running back but he forces um the the center to pick him up the center picks him up now he clogs the lane you see that the running back is probably going to go there if if he was 
kicked out, I'd be hit, you know, running back one-on-one with 43 in the gap. You'd probably take that, but with him, um, getting to the inside and forcing the center to pick him up. Now we're looking at a situation um, where it's clogged up. So he didn't get there, but he took out two blockers and a play. He'll take that. He forces the, the, the run to bend back. Um, swipe and chop paired with feet corner. Okay. Yeah. You see him like frequently, like, like jump into a, swipe chop whatever it is right here and he he is he links his hands and his feet so well that he is planning to win with those hands like it's not win okay then i'm gonna corner then i'm gonna bend it's i'm going to win here and i'm i'm going to pair that with my feet immediately after you're kind of i don't know if this is the best yeah like see how quick it's it's quick it's really quick you see how he's he's already as he's defeating the arms he's already jumping into into um that left step the instep that's to bend immediately like you'll see guys who will, who will um, again win. They'll win right here, and now it's okay. Push up the field now, bend. Like he does a really good job pairing. Plan to win. Plan to win. It looks like he. Oh, that's what it looks like. He he's like really, he's kind of throwing two hands that at, at this hand. So you could see his the swipe comes underneath his 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 bicep right here, his tricep. So he comes over, swipes, and chops. So he's just working inside that outside arm. Watch, you're going to see the hand a little bit right there. See right there? Swipe, chop, prepare to corner. So you jump up just enough. You're going to clear those hips. Corner, open up this inside foot, allowing the hips to work through and over. Get around it. Quarterback gets rid of the ball, obviously, really quickly, but could he have won any quicker? No, that's, that is one of the cleanest ones you'll see. The, the feet there, the hands, that is, that is a great, great play by Carl Loftus. Great play. Next. Second time, first, second blocker came. Oh, I'm assuming he's in a kind of like this play we saw like two, two three plays ago um, where a second blocker helps, helps the primary blocker that he beats. Um, and it just happened, I guess, before, before this, I kind of remember that now. Second time, first, first, second blocker came. There's definitely, there, there's some times where, um, quarterbacks hit away, you know, obviously the pressure, you're not going to win every single play. I'm going to show you out of 27 plays is not going to be a sack. Um, if you're creating pressure. Obviously, you ideally want to finish with a sack, and one of his problems is his tackle radius, and sometimes he's not able to bring the guys down. That's obviously not the case here, though, necessarily, or not not, not at all. Um, the only the only thing with this is I don't I don't I don't necessarily love when guys start bull rushes off the inside foot like that because you're not really generating a lot of power. Like when guys time and up with their outside foot, that's just a that's just a preference thing. But it, then again, at a certain point. If he's dropping back and he's not in reach right here, okay, he's not in reach. And then if you took that extra step, you'd be a little bit past him to bull rush him. So at times you have to do it. I just don't love it. Again, gets him, but turns into, he's going for like a two arm bull rush, but it turns into a one arm. Again, he's really aware of angles, like the most direct angle to the quarterback. If, if he's, if the quarterback is shallow, he's going to go shallow, adjust himself sh as shallow as he can. 
as quick as he can. If the quarterback's dropping back, he'll um, he'll obviously work the arc, but he's definitely super aware of the angles to the quarterback and the most direct angle to him. So we see the long arm gets into the into the chest of the um, right tackle, goes to work flat, and then the quarterback obviously steps back and gets out of the pocket. But again, in terms of the rush, strike timing, boom, splash the offensive lineman, hands on, extension, leverage, working the instep right, uh, right there, left, left again, flat, but quarterback gets out. All right. Bull jerk. A lot of it's based around power technique though, too. And that's, that's kind of the good thing about him is like he, and that's, that's gonna be one of the things that's gonna be interesting in the NFL and his evaluation is he's beating some of these guys cleanly with technique um, at the college level, but in the NFL, is he gonna be able to do that consistently? Cause if he doesn't win consistently with technique, he's not the most <clears throat> athletic uh, guy. And that's not, that's not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying he's a bad athlete. I'm just talking about, he's not necessarily Thibodeau. He's not, you know, Hutchinson, um, and even Thibodeau, his, he's, he's a, he's a solid athlete. Like I said, he's like a nine, 9.5 out of 10. Um, he doesn't have Josh Allen, uh, you know, Brian Burns bend. Like he has solid bend, but it's not great. You see some tightness there, um, with him, but with, with, with Carl Loftus, you pair that with his short arms, short, short, short arms, they're definitely gonna measure in shorter. Um, he's not able to disengage as easily when he's locked up because you think about it, like when you have the longer arms, again, you're keeping that longer distance, even if it's an inch or two, that longer distance matters. Um, because if that offensive lineman is able to, to get you tight with those elbows locked, we could talk about like that, that latch and screw type deal. If he's, if they're able to consistently get him tight because his arms aren't long enough to keep them at bay. Um, it's really hard for him to, to shed at times once he's initially locked up, but a lot of it's built around technique and power. So if he could, think or get guys to set inside with, with power, you know, speed to power, get there. Cause his, his first, second, third step are good. Like he has solid straight line speed. Um, and you'll notice that you probably already have noticed that throughout this review. His, his burst is good. The burst is good. But um, if he can get guys to sit inside a little bit, just work past the hands with technique, that's good. But again, he just doesn't have the physical upside of some of the other guys, but let's see bull jerk. Yeah. You could see he's really, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Very decisive with that outside step right there. Rush up the arc, think in the think, get the offensive tackle to think you're rushing up the arc. Explode off the outside step, end step, boom, directly into him. Tight elbows, extension, jerk him inside, arm over. Tackle ends up on his face, but again, balls out pretty quick. One, two, three out. So it's hard. It's gonna be hard to win like that, but. In terms of him, you can see how direct that angle is. One, two, bang. How it gets in there. That's that's what I talked about with um, Thibodeau. Thibodeau needs to do more of this. One, explode into a guy and, and f- fully commit instead of like halfway committing. Okay. Good hand placement. Bowl, jerk, arm over. Was going to get there. Ball's out. Okay. Cross chop right here. Again, you 275. His his burst is good. Like he has he has good he has good burst. 
And you can see it even forces the, the left tackle to open up. You know, get a little heavy in his feet, open up. Now that he's opening up, and again, he's not able to cover cover the edge, but splitting him with the, with the outside foot. Now he's just working past that outside arm like we talk about all the time. Cross shot. Defeat that arm, which he hits the elbow. It's, it's good. It's good placement, but he just hits it a little bit too late where the center or the, or the tackle is able to grab onto the jersey so it doesn't defeat it too cleanly. But continues to work the hands, cross chop, work the hands, bend. Does he? I'm trying to see where he lands the left hand into the stomach area. Yeah, stomach. He's okay, so he's grabbing right there. And he's using it as a pivot point. Again, turning a corner, even if you can just grab cloth, it's, it's easier to corner like that. So grab the cloth, helps him corner, keeps working the hands, balls out. He's winning. You know, you're talking about a rep that that took three, four seconds, and he's there. It just unfortunately the ball is out pretty quick, or decently quick. Not always going to win cleanly, but it's still a good overall rep. Quick win. Okay, right here. Again, how quickly do you want him to win? Now, um, looking like it's some type of option, he's like a swing or, or a screen on the left side it's, or the right side of him, a little bit odd. Um, but nonetheless, the, the left tackle is trying to jump set him right here. <clears throat> and again, he's really, quick, he's really good at adjusting his, his angles quickly. Like if he's coming for the ball to rush up the arc right here and he's, and he's jumping him hard and he's able to cut him off, does he want to continue to, to get outside? You know, unless he plans on bull rushing him from here to the quarterback, a little bit difficult to do. So he reads that quickly. What's open? Wide open B gap. Again, good job shortening the stride. You see that the first step is not, is not overly long. He reads it. Shorten the stride right there. One, two. Left, right. The right barely takes up any more yardage. Feet. Club. Rip through. Again, he's stepping hard outside. Which way is momentum going? Momentum going outside. Take him outside with that club. Rip through. This is much more open than out here at this point. Good job reading it. Club rip is going to get there, but again, balls out. See some? All right. And spin. Uh, right here. Four I. Again, I wish you could have brought that quarterback down. The spin could have been a little bit cleaner too. In terms of actually defeating the hands, you know, when you're kind of just leaning into a guy with your body, it's not always going to be the cleanest. Again, you kind of want to see hands defeated times with times with the with the right pivot step. Hands right pivot, ice pick spin your way through, but when you're getting contact off the left, they kind of just bang bodies. There's not really much, you know, it looks like he protects himself, kind of protects the chest. Um, not the cleanest spin in the world, but again, everything's not going to be timed perfectly. So 
And again, for 275, being able to spin, it's definitely positive and he can do it. So spin again, can see some of the flexibility. He's not, he's not stiff as a board. Like some people think he is. And unfortunately when he gets to the quarterback, he gets the right arm out there and a the quarterback just he, let's, let's be honest. He ducks his head and puts his right arm out there and he stiff arms the elbow. That was literally the best hand placement you pretty much get minus him just chopping that arm down. Um, so he gets kind of lucky to be completely honest. Like good, again, good job by the quarterback, just preparing himself with that right arm. Um, but he blindly puts it out there and it just hits. So he's able to bring him down. Unfortunate. He scrambles for however, I think it's like 20 yards. Yeah. But still in terms of the spin, clean spin in the world. No, but he got there, you know, good plan again, insides open. A gap is there. Take it. Bowl. Here. 2.3.4. 4 point doesn't really matter. Again, how quick do you want the win? See, very direct with his angles. One up the arc, two into him. Take the open chest. You can even have you could have better leverage here into this. Let's like get a little bit lower. You can see at the, at, at the top right here, this is not the best in terms of um, being linear. You know, a little bit of waist bend. When I see him really get down and explode through this, he kind of kind of hesitates a little bit, but still, hands inside, extension, power, leg drive, leg drive, leg drop, completely bulls him. There's no, I don't see any tripping or anything like that. That's just that's just pure power. And again, you get into situations where he's controlling your chest as an offensive tackle. Uh, not ideal. So, and this is somebody, you know, we're looking at, we looked at uh, Thibodeau and Neil and Iggy and uh, who else did we look at? That's about it. Oh, Hamilton. Like those are guys we're looking at for four, even though I'd say Hamilton really is for is for 10 now. Um, but Carl Loftus, this is a, this is a 10 guy. Are you willing to take him at 10? And we'll discuss that, you know, for me right now, it's kind of him and Jermaine Johnson. Look at next, uh, sauce. Look at him. Look at Linderbaum. Obviously if a D, if a defensive lineman falls, take Linderbaum, move, uh, McGovern over to right guard. You have some other options. Ojiba. Maybe I'll look at some of the receivers. I don't really know, but through that in the, Future club arm over edge two point wide five again just read those you can see the power like read the pass sets based on how this tackles when he comes to that contact point where is it where is the weakness setting hard outside opens up pretty much immediately into his pass set. So is it going to be easier to beat him inside right here where his momentum's taking him outside or is, he to, is it easier to, to, to go up the arc with this, with this leverage and, and, and hips weak spots here. Sees that again, really good at reading sets leverage across his face club arm over. Now the running back is there to assist. They come into contact, boom, pops the helmet off with the right hand. Corbett gets rid of the ball. But look at this rep. 
again, does, does a really good job, like linking his, his feet with his head, like very mindful of, of, of stride length. Um, again, you'd have guys in this scenario, maybe see this, but over stride with that right foot. And now they're going to try to cross his face and then, and, and it's not going to be as conducive as an angle. Like obviously the, the more space you have vertically to each other right here, when you're trying to cross guys face is obviously you don't want too much space, but to a certain extent, um, having, you want to have enough space. You don't want to, you want to cross his face and be working through his body. You want to be working over that toe past the hands. Again, good lateral step. Time to jump, club arm over, get there, pop the running back. I don't know if that's Williams, Kyrie, Ky Kyron Williams, some, some Williams, right? I don't know if that's him though. I'm assuming it is because he's been on, he's been on the last two reps, at least that I've noticed his number. Um, five, he is a zero, two, four, six, eight, eight, I slanted eight. I don't see that a lot. Again, a little bit shorter of a tackle of a tackle radius for him. Comes off the ball, notices the run block. Obviously, the the tight end comes out to block him, base block, whatever. Hands inside, extension. What do you what does he want to do? Set the edge. Low, instep, extension, eyes, all good. Shed as the running back's coming, but again. A little bit of shorter arms, a little bit again, not not the most dynamic athlete in terms of in terms of shedding and making plays like this. He gets shed. You see that a decent amount. You you want you want to see him make this like a, a stud pass rusher, stud edge player. You want to see him make that tackle. But you have shorter arms. You're not necessarily the most dynamic athlete. It's gonna happen. And there are guys, and I'm not comparing to any one of these guys, but there are plenty of guys in the NFL or have been successful in the NFL. You know, Trey Hendrickson, who again I think is still overrated. I have to watch this year, but when I watched his stuff, when I thought he was gonna be a Jets target last year, was not that not overly impressed. You know, Terrell Suggs in terms of guy with short arms weren't the most bendy. Like there are guys who have been successful. Um, now is he gonna be Von Miller, Miles Garrett? You know, one of those guys. T.J. Watt, no. But if you're talking about Maybe a guy who can get 10, 12 sacks, maybe on a good year 14, you know, because of his technique, because of his power, because of his, some of his flexibility. Um, we're not going to scoff at that. Six eye. Again, you see the effort. Coming off the ball, he's not he's not firing off the wall right here because he's trying to read the blocking situation. He doesn't want to just fire up here, get combo, something like that. So comes off the ball, a little bit more of like read steps, not exploding. Okay, pass that tight end releasing. He's not blocking me. Work the hands, right hand on the elbow. Get your distance and longer. Get it here. Not the not the most conducive situation. Or, or position to get like that, like that inside pillar, you want to back up a little bit so you can work through them. You're not going to be able to, you're not going to be able to just be tight extend. You want to create that distance. So you, so your arm is already more extended. You know, the more extended your arm already is when you come into contact is going to be 
the more conducive to you being able to shoot out that arm. But when you're tight like this, you basically have to bench him with one arm. It's going to be hard. So create that distance, get, get a little bit of lean for him and get that extension. Work the hand, jump outside, keep that arm in. You're going to see tight extension. Keep working it. Now, what does he notice? Now he's too far up the arc. Quarterback stepping up. He's not going to be able to get around. You're going to see him work through that long arm over the top, flatten, get on the head of the quarterback. So again, super aware of where the quarterback is. Like at this point, if he keeps going around the, around the arc, like, yeah, he might be able to long arm. He might be able to bull rush him in. It, you know, he has his hand on. This is not necessarily the best position, but he know he does know that he's underneath the guy. He has a long arm. He's standing him up. So if he could plant, flatten, step through him, you know, he might be able to get to the quarterback, especially with him stepping up. So that's really his only option. Pulls it off, gets the hit. And fold 79 in the process. They, they tabletop him. 15, blow up run. Now we're going into Michigan State game, which again, the first couple of minutes of this game, he just absolutely dominated. Six eye there. Again, relatively easy. Um, he does a good job in terms of cut blocking. When, when guys cut block, again, you, you you can, if you're just an amazing athlete, you can hurdle them, sure. <laughs> but a lot of times you want to stuff it, you know, shove them into the ground. He kind of just falls down this, this, this tight end. You really want to dive through the thighs or dive across the thighs. Um, but again, he's already going to the ground. Take him to the ground. Get over top of it. So good hands. Good, good job noticing it. Stuff him into the ground. Stuff him. Get over the top of it. Um, they unless it's an RPO, they complete they they screw up this run. Yeah, they they there's a miscommunication here. The quarterback does the wrong thing. Quarterback or the running back, one of them did the wrong thing. I can tell you right now that this is not supposed to happen. So it 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 gets delayed in the backfield, um, which obviously assists Carlotta's getting there, but still good job defeating the the um, the cup block stuffing it. This is all screwed up. The only way the quarterback is right, I would think, would be if there's an RPO and he's reading this, but an RPO away, away to the side, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. He had stuff assisted by miscommunication or somebody's doing the absolute wrong thing. Um, five, six. He's really like a six here. Again, good job shutting the block. Notices the run block jump set. You could be, you know, obviously look at ideally or not ideally. They, they look like the same thing. Okay. Comes off the ball, notices the, the quick contact coming. Leverage, tight elbows, stands them up. You know, can't really do much better than here, than this. Work to get lateral, work to set the edge. Extension, pull. Push, pull, push, pull. Step through, 
Now, he was going to get to the running back, but here I see a hold. You know, you see that left hand of the tackle? Holds him, pulls him down. It wasn't a hold, though. They didn't, they didn't call it. This, this ref apparently didn't see it. So he should have forced a hold right there. Again, you see the power. Standing him up, stepping through. You know, all this is, all this is stacked together. One, two, three. Again, run should, should be brought back, but it was not. Pressure club. Again, similar type of deal. Noticing angles. One, step up the arc. Okay, what's open? B gap. He's oversetting. If he's oversetting, you definitely don't want to take the edge because it's gonna be really, really hard for you to win unless unless he's oversetting with bad feet. You can and you can bull rush him. Okay, fine. But um, with that being said, the most direct angle, the, the the best angle is through the B gap. One step. Notice the overset. A little bit of like a jump set from him. Again, jump set. You or yeah, jump set. Hard 45 degree set. You have to still be careful of not oversetting and and split the split with the outside. Again, power off that instep, widen, get the power off of it. Club, pull through. I can't really see exactly. It's it's almost more of like a uh, club. Club. Now the guard obviously is. Um, is there to assist because they, they have a slide from the center to the right tackle. They slide in their gap protection or they shuffle in their gap protection. Slide protection, gap protection are different. Um, gap is more zone. Slide is more man-to-man. So I would say slide, but it's really in gap protection. So I don't want people to get confused like, oh, slide protection, but it's not. So crosses his face, works the hands. Now gets contacted by another guy, but with that, Power to just work through it, work through it, work through it, work through it. Pressure to quarterback. Again, forces a step up. Quarterback's a little bit out of sync now. Throws a duck. Look at the look at the rotation on that ball. Unless it gets tipped. No, no, obviously it doesn't get tipped. Yeah, he flushes the quarterback, throws him behind the receiver. But um, again, good job. Just reading pass sets. He's definitely really good at reading pass sets knowing the best angle to take the quarterback, obviously power, the hands, power to push through the both blockers. Ten plays left. Stride set up. Okay. Right here, stand up, wide five. Again, balls out really quickly on the screen. But we, in terms of, in terms of him, like this is this is where we talk about him rushing up the arc, and then threatening the bull move. Guys are going to sit down. Guys, guys, foot, kick step, post foot, whatever it is, is are going to freeze because they're 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 waiting to anchor down, because of the threat of power. And um, if you can pair that with getting back outside, you know, or the, just the speed to win inside of it, just more generally type of rush or general type of rush, either way. But you, but you could see the stride work this. 
you see how short his strides are? But again, one outside or yeah, eh, one-ish outside. It's almost like a false step outside, inside, but more of like a crossover. You, you obviously can notice how short the strides are right there. And that's just, that's just to, again, keep that distance while threatening them. You know, he's looking high. Obviously, you don't want to take one, two big steps into him because then you close that ground. It's going to be hard for you to get outside. But if you just take two shorter strides towards him, you're still threatening him, but you're also preparing yourself to get back outside. A little bit of crossover. Double swipe. Doesn't completely defeat the outside hand into a rip. Again, not the worst bend in the world. It's not like it's it's terrible. He's not he's not he's not stiff stiff. It's just not great. Um, and it's a scream. So unfortunately, and it's not like a scream. Where, oh, he let him win on this uh, on this. He didn't he let he didn't let him win. He's just trying to block him straight up. He didn't let him get there. It's not like he's trying to get out on the screen. Watch it one more time. Yeah, really go with the stride. Go with his hands. Hands are always really, really active. Shed effort, forced fumble, fumble recovery, I guess. Or, yeah, shed effort. Okay, right here. Seven, stand up seven, 2.7. Did they give him the? I don't know if they gave him the the fumble, the force fumble in the in the box score, but nonetheless, come off the ball, notice the movement on the offensive line. You don't want to get pinned inside right here. Steps outside, sets the edge just in case it is outside mid zone. Okay, set a hard edge. You see the hands again. Hand placement, widen that base, lower yourself. Want to want to want to want to stack them, stacks them, defeats the outside arm. Eyes into the backfield. Okay. Ball is handed off. And obviously he doesn't like at this point with this leverage, is he, is he just going to just restack and just hold the edge? No, he's going to try to get on the play, but you want to take that outside an angle and make sure initially you're, you're, you're stacking, setting the edge. You don't have to just continue to set the edge depending on the play. Obviously if, there's a bunch of movement and stuff like that. You're not sure where the ball is going. Okay. Then you want to be disciplined to your edge, but you see the running back with the ball like this and setting it down. Okay. You know, push up the field, try to work to him, cuts it back. He continues to run to the ball. He's not, he's not full sprint. He's a high effort player, but not full sprint. Running back breaks, it breaks a tackle. You get in the effort just to work back. It gets him there. Hits the ball out right there, tackles him, and also gets the fumble recovery. So Good win on the edge. Again, good job widening. Good job with the hands. Stacking him. Working the outside arm. Boom. Crawl win. Right here. The quarterback steps up, unfortunately. Again, but comes off the ball. Uh, again, more of a jump set, 45 degree uh, for the tackle because they're running play action, so they want to make it look like a run. 
So ends up kind of squared up with them, but again, works the hands. You know, you could, you could argue that maybe you want to see him widen a little bit here just in case it is a run, but he has plenty of room to, to, to stack them. So I think he knows, I think he notices again, just based on previous run prior run blocks. Is he really run blocking right here? Is he pass blocking? You know, I'm going to give you the allusion to the linebackers and all this stuff, whoever keys and whatever, but a guy like Carl, uh, Carl Waltis, does he think this is a run block? I don't, I don't think so. So I don't think he's, I don't, I don't think he's trying to stack and, and get outside right here. He's just trying to win the rep. Swipe at the inside outside kind of meets the outside of the, of the tackle. But again, work the hands, get past the, the hip level, bend, throw a swipe rip ish right there. Corner, quarterback steps up, quarterback's not there. You know, again, is this the most dynamic athlete in terms of bend right here? No, it's not, but it's passable, especially for a guy who's 275 who's going to be able to set an edge for you, who has clean technique, who has power, who has a motor. Again, we're talking, we're talking 10, not four, four. No, 10. It's a discussion between guys like him. And again, I want to watch Jermaine Johnson. Um, apparently his, his stats might not be the most replicatable thing as per an article Nani put out, but you never know. Like, okay, if this guy finishes his sacks all the time. This guy doesn't, you know, one's not replicatable, whatever. The difference between Jermaine Johnson and Carl Loftus finishing sacks is the fact that Jermaine Johnson is much better an athlete and probably a better tackle radius than a guy like Carl Loftus. So yes, he's going to finish more, more percent of the, of the times he wins, which is why tackle radius athleticism is important. So I, I'm curious to watch again. I have like another half of football to watch from sauce Gardner against Alabama. And I'm getting right into Jermaine Johnson. Um, he's right here. Two point footworks stuff. Okay. Again, you just, he knows direct, he knows the most direct angles. Um, I'm not sure why this tackle is so confident himself to take like a zero step inside to try to get the car off this, I guess, because it's an inside run. He figured he's just, there's just no way he's going to get there. Um, obviously he does. And again, he's really, really quick in terms of noticing the most direct angles and letting his footwork match up to that. Again, there's guys who will one, two, get all kind of all clunky, try to get out on the edge. He notices it immediately. And what does he do? One step, widen. See how quick the recognition is in there for him? One, widen, burst off the instep. Again, dip that shoulder, rip to work yourself through. Again, reduce your, your contact, your, your, uh, your contact surface area. Get in on it. Get on the tackle. Like the, the recognition here is really, really impressive. Paired with the footwork. Awesome. Plus the hands, obviously, to rip through, to bend. To bend. 22. Four minutes into film. Oh, yeah. So all these plays that you see in Michigan State were still four minutes into like a 50-minute tape of defense on him. Slows down the rest of the game, but still. Seven right here. Again, ball is out really quickly, but rushes up the arc again, kind of, kind of taking, taking more of, of soft steps to read what's going on. Again, there's a lot of, tra there's a lot of traffic right here from, from him off the, off the jump. 
doesn't know what he's necessarily wants to do yet. Okay. Don't take the longest strides, reads what's happening. Okay. It's obviously a pass play. Rush the uh, rush the right tackle. Splash him. Hands on. Again, work that outside hand. Always like he's always like putting the hand up and grabbing up the outside, the uh, the outside hand. But sometimes you just want to swipe it. But sometimes if you can catch it, you can catch it and control it like that. But splashes him, controls the outside hand, pulls himself through. You're gonna see him. You're gonna see him bowl, pull himself through though. Like a little bit of a bowl jerk, arm over, arm over, punch through. Again, you want to be decisive with that punch through because if you're going to keep your chest open, hit your chest, play is over. When you're punching through and over, now you're giving him your shoulder. If he pushes you, he's almost pushing you towards the quarterback. Get there, ball is out quick. Okay. Uh, five plays left, hands. Uh, right here. And see even a four point. Again. Quarterback steps up against a sack. Is that just as good as a sack to me? Yes. He gets caught right here. The um, again, more of a jump set because of the because of the um, the play action. So you don't necessarily want to see him grab like that because in the NFL, if this if this guy was a little bit better, you know, feet would follow a little bit stronger. You might be able to lock him up right there, but in terms of Carl Loftus seeing the jump set and kind of jumping outside a little bit. You see him just widening right here a little bit. One arm stab chop. It does. It doesn't land like it, it lands cleanly, but the problem is that the hand already has strong contact and grabs the chest plate. So it doesn't, it doesn't completely break the contact breaks it just a little bit. But again, the, the widening helps him out right here. Why? Because now if he's grabbing and he's reaching and he's reaching for that contact, Guess what? Now he's me off balance. Where if he if he just stayed on a more direct angle to, towards him and the hand landed and he can and he can pull him in, he'd be screwed. But again, good job playing the angles. He's playing you aggressively. Obviously, if you have enough room, get inside. That's fine. But you're, it's not always going to be the situation. So jump outside. And again, just like we talked about that with that long arm before, just create that distance. And that's the problem with him not having the longest arms in the world because you're not able to create that distance. They're going to have that slight more elbow bend, and there's going to be more powerful. It's going to be harder for you to shed. But here again, good job working it, even though it gets caught a little bit. You almost see some wrestling in there. You almost that's, that's almost like uh people did like uh some like jujitsu, so like it's like a motegakyu. Kind of bending that that thumb out. Inside, work the hand, long arm, dip himself. If that hand if that hand stayed on, he'd probably rip through that. But again, is this is this the worst bend in the world? You know, he's not again, he's not unathletic for 275. Quarterback steps up, but really good job widening. Work the hand, remove that thumb off, corner. Reduce yourself, corner, corner, corner. All right. Twenty-four crawl in here. Yeah, it's it, him versus tight end is not. It's just not. It's just not going to work. His technique is way, like you're. you're he's gonna. 
he's going to lose not necessarily versus the more athletic guys in the NFL. He's going he's gonna to lose more versus the technically thin guys in the NFL. That's my opinion. Because the athletes, if with a bad technique, his technique, good technique will beat an athlete. But if you have a, if you have a, if you have a good technician, um, he could struggle with some of those guys, but you have a tight end who doesn't have nearly the power that he does or nearly the technique. You're, you, he literally has no shot. Like this is just way too easy. Again, controls that hand, one arm stab controls the hand similar to last play, but the hand didn't land. The outside hand didn't land. Pull it down, create that distance, widen, rip through. Now, again, another situation where you kind of talk about him changing just lanes, not taking that U-turn. That's not bad change. That's not bad change of direction, bad flexibility. You know, I don't know if that's a good analogy. Watch somebody else is going to say it now, Clement has their own, but changing lanes versus U-turns. Like, that's good. You know, let's see three more. I'll do the strengths and weaknesses. Carl passed the run. Yeah, he's good with that too. Obviously playing, you know, playing the pass to the run or the run to the pass, depending on the down distance. Or run to pass right here. So again, more, more of like a jump set, 45 degree set. And you can see he goes to the stack. Eyes up to be in the backfield right there. Okay, it's not a run. Get to the quarterback. You know, initially, so it's really run to pass. But initially, he stacks like it's a run play. Keep that distance. You see the, you see not, not the length, but you see the extension right there, which keeps himself clean. Eyes peeking into the backfield. Maybe he sees a run back without the ball. Maybe he sees a quarterback with the ball. Whatever he sees. Okay, transition. Let's take a bull. Jerk arm over, that's what it turns into. But he's, he's again, it's like he's he's stacking to push and pull, but turns into like a bull jerk because it's a it's a it's a pass. Bull eyes, jerk him down. Corner, reduce. Again, balls out. But was this a good play? I would say yes. Two more. Carl versus Ron. Here. Seven, six I, wherever he exactly lined up. Again, run block. Run block is coming. Widen. Set that edge. Hands inside. Power just to just to keep himself where he's at. Through two blocks, and what does he what does he get? That pillar, where he's where he's kind of working the outside foot, in step, working through the hand, just keeping him at bay. It's a powerful position to be in. You want to be leaning a little bit more into it, instead of straight up, but he's still keeping himself clean. Again, notice run is coming, widen, set that edge, hands inside, eyes in the backfield, continue to hold the edge, hold the edge, hold the edge. Like you know, he's blocked in the back right here, so he's not able to to make that tackle. But if he didn't get outside like this, and he wasn't as decisive, and he stepped hard inside, they get to the outside here, and the running back doesn't have to cut the run back, and then you're looking at a play where maybe it goes for a couple extra yards. 
last play. Stuff run. Seven, six. Again, putting even on the back side of some of these runs, if it's a delayed run, like this is, with because the the the, the motion, run a draw, depending on your guy to, to cut him off or win on the backside versus a delayed run, even if it's going opposite, but it's tight, not the best idea. Again, step up the field. Notice I'm trying to cut him off. Okay, I'll just win to the outside. I'm not, you know, at this point, stepping up the field, there's no point in him. There's no point in him right here trying to, to dive inside because then he's just going to go kind of body versus body. Went to the outside, pinch down. Step up the field, notice it. Kind of punch through, like a swipe. Obviously, the ball's not going to the orbit. Notices that. Chases down the running back. Tackle. Okay. Hold on a second. All right. Watch I play one more time, and I'll give the strengths and weaknesses. But again, some good film. Like, if you got this guy at 10, are you mad? <laughs> I'm definitely not. But maybe there's a guy I prefer, I prefer over him. We'll see. Um, I have my feeling on one guy, but I got to watch the other one. Okay. Strengths and weaknesses for him. Um, strength, and again, these aren't the finalized list. If you want to go to the to the actual uh, article when these are posted, they'll be they'll be better than this because I'm going to write the article and actually put it in bullet point form. But you're getting like the raw the raw strengths and weaknesses list until I actually have to put it in article form. I got to be a little more clean. Um, Great power, hand technique, speed to power, effort, counters, accuracy of his hands, pretty good. You see him hitting the elbow, grabbing the wrist, like he's pretty good with that. Um, speed, first up explosion, softens the edge well with angles and power. Definitely saw that. Quick punch. Yep. Um, long arm, bull, spin, double swipes, chops, um, single swipes, arm overs, clubs, bull jerks, crossovers, um, or like some of his main, main, uh, main um moves that work well like he's a he's a plethora of moves um stacks and sheds well he reads tackles sets well um consistent foot drive uh stacks his moves i think i already said that um shoots gaps well condenses his his moves his footworks again you see with Thibodeau, there's a lot of herky-jerky with with carl Lopez, there's a lot of it's a lot of tight hand fighting um which is obviously better than being herky-jerky um very good at reading blockers links hands and feet um, shocks and sheds, which again is kind of just stacking quickly, stacking, getting rid of it. He does that. He's not he's not delayed in that action. So he's, he he uh, shocks and sheds, uh, stuffs uh, cup locks, knows how to take advantage of of stride length while rushing. We saw that plenty of times. Um, great footwork to shorten, reduce angles on edge. Very aware of best immediate angle to take to get to the quarterback at any point during the rep. Very active hands, change of direction, uh, quick to play, pass to run, or or run to pass. Um, weaknesses, bend, length, tackle radius, um, lateral agility. Um, there was times where he has to spend, spend time to spin a little bit better. Um, lower ceiling than the top guys. Take some extra steps to corner. 
yeah, you know, again, not the most dynamic athlete on the corner. Um, can play a little high, can struggle to disengage due to length. Uh, three times versus Michigan State, he got beat on read option where he guessed running back. Yeah, I don't know if that's like a thing where they had, again, like uh, lever or whatever, but um, it didn't look like it. It didn't look like there was a linebacker to come over the top for the quarterback, but he guesses running back a lot. So you want to work with him at edge in terms of, um, which is going to be a, a problem for like guys like Thibodeau. Maybe even though he isn't the best, he's not the most elite athlete. He's a good athlete. Again, like I've said before, um, nine out of 10, but Ben is not there. But regardless, um, with guys like that, who could, who could eat up that, eat up that ground of the mesh point and then take both the running back and the quarterback. He's not going to do that. Like he has to take one guy. Um, Cause he, again, you turn versus change lane. Um, and he gets running back a lot in, in this game and he got beat on it. Um, which I'm, you know, I mentioned on the other side of the show it because it's, Oh, look, he took the running back. You know? Okay. Um, he's slow to slow down and get lateral when adjusting the ball car- carrier again, which is just the, the athletic thing. So not, not a lot of weaknesses in terms of his technique. Um, there was some in there. I obviously, I obviously mentioned, but it's, it's, they're not glaring. Um, his, his, the main problem with him not going very high. Like if you put his technique onto any one of the other top guys, which I haven't watched Hutchinson yet, but he's going one. Like if you put all that, all that stuff I just showed you on Thibodeau, he's going one easily. Um, but the problem is he has a, he's a lower, lower ceiling, which again, if, if his lower ceiling with technique power, you can get him, you can get 10, 11, 12 sacks in a couple of years. You know, is that really that bad? Or obviously we take the home run shot on guys like Thibodeau or whoever else, if they're there. And I think Hutchinson has good technique and, and good, good athleticism, but, um, you know, we'll see. It's, it's an interesting conversation. So appreciate you guys. Um, obviously I told you about the live streams. You guys know about that already because by the time you're watching this, you've already heard that news. Um, but continue to watch the live streams, whatever live streams coming up next, the Wednesday or the Thursday one. Um, appreciate you guys. And I'll be back with another review. I'm sure pretty soon. 